Welcome back. Hi guys. To another episode of the Antisocial Book Club. Coming at you straight from our new recording studio, the Book Nook. Yes. Guys, we've upgraded. Not really. We just have moved into the closet <laughs> in my guest room. But it's pretty official. It's pretty official. We've got some sound foam. And we've got, yeah, we've got a bookshelf with all our books on it. Yes. Patron Saint Leslie Nope looking yep. over us. Leslie Nope. I also have this great pillow that Kelsey gifted Jamal and I for our anniversary of Dwight in his CPR face. Mannequin face. Mannequin face. So, you know, things are looking up for us, even yes. though life's Been crazy. A stressful couple months. So stressful. Thing we're talking about is anxiety uh, and yeah. kind of what we've been doing to help our anxiety like during this time it's maybe like book related to keep it yeah. on topic something that i've been doing is watching the show younger love it it's so good guys if you aren't watching it it's really good and i love it because it talks a lot about books because mm-hmm. they work for a publisher it makes me want to be a publisher and yes it makes me wish that i might go back in time and become an editor yes like i wish i could do that Yes. They just get to read, and they're always like, I just read books all day, and I'm like, rub it in. And get paid for it. <sighs> and I feel like, I, I don't know how accurate it is, but I feel like I've learned a lot about publishing <laughs> from it. Hey, maybe one day, like, when our podcast is cool and famous, and we get invited to gals and stuff, maybe we could be publishers. Oh, that'd be so cool. And Hilary Duff is in it. Oh, yes. The okay. show. Not our book nook. But the show. Yes. AKA an icon. And her name is Kelsey. So. You know. Does it get any better than that? No. Absolutely not. No. And Sutton Foster's in it for all you bunhead people out there. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's also in Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life. So yes. it's a really good show. And like I said, you learn more about books. Like it makes you want to read more because they're always talking about books on there. And they really did publish one of the books they talked about on the show. And I can't wait to read it. I liked it. It took a oh, turn. Oh, you, you read it? Yeah. What's it called? It's, it's called Marriage Vacation. Oh, okay. It took a turn I wasn't expecting, but I really liked it. Interesting. So if you guys have seen Younger but haven't read the book, I'd recommend the book. I mean, I don't think it was life-changing, but I did like it. Wow. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And I just recently finished it, so I'm kind of upset now. Because I just want it... And, like, who knows when it's going to come back because of all this, but... Uh, I'm just glad it's still ongoing. I need to get caught up. Kelsey's already watched it, like, twice, and I'm just, like, struggling to get halfway through. I'm watching it. Yeah. Josh or Charles, the ultimate question. (sighs) It's so hard. Josh is fun, but Charles is the more serious. See, after re-watching it... I feel like Josh is a lot more serious to make him credit for, just because he is younger. Yeah. And I feel like Liza thinks she should be with Charles. But is really in love with Josh. But, like, if her heart was really choosing and she didn't feel guilty about, like, her being older and, like, depriving him of all that stuff, that she would pick Josh. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't go wrong either way. You can't. <laughs> I would take either one of them, personally. I think I lean more towards Charles. I don't know. It's a hard one. It is really hard. But, 
I say sometimes older men to me are more attracted to older men, even though Jamal's a year younger than me. <laughs> He's just very mature for his age. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. <laughs> Love you, babe. Yes, but I don't know. I think I might pick Josh. Um, I think the first time I watched it, I'd pick Charles. Mm-hmm. But this rewatch, I feel like Josh is actually like pretty sensitive. Yeah. And I feel like he's a lot more like sentimental than Charles. I get that. And I feel like he took more time. But I also I feel know. like Charles would understand her divorce more too. Because she's been divorced. Yeah. And, you know, Josh is just like, yeah. But now he has a baby. So. <sighs> yeah. So watch it, guys, and you can join this debate over. Yes. The eternal debate of Josh or Charles. Yes. So, myself. Guys, as you, if you saw my Instagram post, um, where I was just talking about my own anxiety, it's been a real struggle. Um, I'm a teacher. I'm fixing to have to go back to school. Like, there's just so many unknowns, and life is crazy. And I'm just really taking comfort in reading. I know we take, you know, we talk about that a lot. But books have really, really been a friend, and I've really been reminded of that in two recent books that I've been reading. One, I read... The Librarian of Auschwitz. It's about a girl who is about 14 at the time she enters, 14, 15, and she is a librarian for the school, this trial school that they're doing. Um, and she's the one who silently passes the books out, um, arranges for live books to come in, which are just people to tell stories of things that they remember, um, and then also keep hidden the eight books that they do have. And just through that time, even though there wasn't very many books to go through, she still reads and finds comfort and finds a friend and kind of just lets reality melt away for a little bit. And so I was just really reminded of how great books are for that. I know that's really deep, but I'm a very deep person <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I think it shows like even the darkest times when we have nothing, like books can still be there for us. Absolutely. And they can still be our friends. <laughs> Absolutely. And so it's a very good book, uh, Librarian of Auschwitz. I would definitely, it is a sadder book, but it's really great and puts in a little, a lot of perspective into things. But on a happier note, I've bought a cricket, guys. Not like a bug cricket, but like <laughs> a cricket that cuts paper, makes shirts. It's pretty legit. Things like that. And so I've been crafting away literally for like two weeks straight since I've had it. I've literally been to Hobby Lobby like 15 <laughs> times. Um, so yeah, I made a lot of shirts. We're going to probably make some shirts after this episode. <laughs> we have some book shirts. Some book shirts. For sure. Maybe if you comment or leave some things <laughs> on our Instagram, we might send you... A surprise. A surprise. We could do that. Yeah. Because we like... We'll figure out a way. Yeah, we'll figure out a way. So, yeah. Leave us some a message. Leave us some comments. And we might do that. That yeah, could be fun. Leave us an uh, iTunes review. Ooh. Yeah, leave us an iTunes review and we'll definitely send you a shirt. Yeah, and we'll figure out how to get... Maybe not a shirt to you, but maybe like a bookmark. Oh, we can do bookmarks. Or a sticker. Or a sticker. Some kind of treat. Kelsey's putting me into reality here. Some kind of treat for you guys. Definitely a treat. 
Thanks, Kelsey. Yes. But maybe one lucky winner could get a shirt. Because I'm really... Ooh. Like a raffle. We could do a raffle. I like yes. that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> Back to what <laughs> we're doing. So, today we are going to be reviewing The Silent Patient <gasps> by Alex. Please... Let me not butcher his name. Michaelides. Michaelides. Alex Michaelides, if that is not your name, we apologize. Michael N. Why did I say Michael? Alex M. <laughs> Alex M. That's not even That's your name, and I'm sorry I can't pronounce it. I'm going to guess Michael. Or, no, I think it's because Michael because it's it Yeah, Michael. it's like Michael, Michaelides. I think I'm going to say Michaelides. Michaelides. He is I'm from Greece. Yeah. So it seems like the Greek pronunciation, potentially. Kelsey's very smart, so I'm going to well, say yes. No, don't give me that much credit, but that's my <laughs> guess. It's Alex Michaelides. Alex Michaelides. So, okay, yeah, so Silent Patient. Should I read a summary? Let's do it. The Silent Patient is a shocking psychological thriller of a woman's act of violence against her husband and the therapist obsessed with uncovering her motive. Alicia Bernstein's life is seemingly perfect. A famous painter married to an in-demand fashion photographer. She lives in a grand house with big windows overlooking a park in one of London's most desirable areas. One evening, her husband Gabriel returns home from a fashion shoot and Alicia shoots him five times in the face and never speaks another word. OMG. Alicia's refusal to talk or give any kind of explanation turns a domestic tragedy into something far grander, a mystery that captures the public imagination and casts Alicia into, no- into notoriety. The piece of art, uh, the piece of her art skyrockets and she dies. And she, the silent patient, is hidden away from the tabloids and spotlight at the Grove, a secure forensic unit in North London. Okay, guys. It's very thrilling. Yes. It was a very th- thrilling book. And here's some things. I love art. I love... British things. I love London and I love a good mystery. So this is a great combo of all three. Triple whammy. It's a triple whammy. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into the author, Alex Michael Michaelides. Thank you. So Alex Michaelides was born in Cyprus to a Greek father and an English mother. He studied English literature at Cambridge University and got his MA in screenwriting at the American Film Institute in Los Angeles. Um, on writing The Silent Patient, um, he was feeling very disillu- disillusioned as a screenwriter. I kept seeing scripts being mangled in production, and the sense of frustration made me decide to sit down. And finally write a novel. And he wrote the draft 50 times before finalizing it. Um, He has a lot of Greek tragedies, he says, that play a role into that. I'll let Kelsey pronounce those later because, as I said, she's pretty smart. Um, And he said he was also influenced by the great Agatha Christie. Guys. She's pretty great. I love... Agatha Christie. She's my homegirl. She's the queen of mystery. And I've been obsessed with reading her novels this summer. Like, I just started reading them for the first time. And it's pretty great. 
So this book was equally as great. I feel like it really did have like the thriller, you never know what's really going to happen to the end, like Agatha Christie's novels usually go. Um, Michael Ades decided to set his novel in a psychiatric unit and had worked at a secure psychiatric facility for teenagers while he was a psychotherapy student. Um, yeah, so that's Alex for you. But I think it's really interesting that he's a screenwriter because Kelsey and I were kind of talking about before how we think this will, will be a great movie. We'll talk about that later, but you can really see his like screenwriting come into play with this. Yeah. And I think he, there's so many details in it, but I think, I think it's great. I think that's just his style of writing and it was a really good mystery guys. So I'm interested to see what Amazon Amazon reviews? Some Amazon reviews. Well, first I have some bookmarks. <gasps> bookmarks. So whenever I took this down, this book was number 86 overall in books on Amazon. Wow. Which is pretty crazy. Guys, That's the top 100. There's a lot of books on Amazon. Yes. Like millions of books and it's 82. 86. Oh, 86. <laughs> yes. Correction. <laughs> but it's number 21 psychological thrillers. Number 15 in psychological fiction, and number 13, ironically, 13 in murder thrillers. Murder thrillers. Yes. And on Amazon, it has overall a 4.5 out of 5. Um, and then it has 16,914 reviews. Wow. Of those reviews, 68% are 5 stars, 18% are 4 stars. 7% are 3 stars, 3% are 2 stars, and then 3% are 1 star. Okay. So, so a lot of good, a lot of good reviews. Yeah, mainly 5s and 4s, which yeah. is good. Which I would totally agree with. Yes, I would too. I would say 4.5, as it was said, was pretty accurate. That's what I would probably give it overall. But yeah. Okay, so first 5 star says all the hype is true. This is indeed the perfect thriller. Beautifully written, characters so real you feel like they're right in the, they're in the room with you. A truly surprise ending, but one that makes perfect sense. The word perfect sums it up. This novel is flat out perfect. Read it. Yes. Yes. That's a pretty, I, that's I a agree with it. a strong positive review. But it was like a thrill. Like, it's like an Agatha Christie novel at the end. If you're familiar with those, like, you really don't know who actually did it till the end. And... That's kind of how this book was. Yeah, it was lots of twists and turns. Another five-star one says, Wow, unexpectedly great. Psychological thrillers are a genre I often enjoy, but lately I've been disappointed in many of the books I have picked up. Not so with The Silent Patient. This book has everything. Great writing, realistic characters, a non-stop storyline with plenty of twists and turns, and a satisfying ending. I highly, I highly recommend The Silent Patient for anyone who enjoys a good thriller, or who uh, may even just enjoy reading a good story with, with psychology as its backdrop. Definitely a five-star book. Very cool. This was kind of longer, but I thought it hit some good points. Okay, let's hear it. With some different points of view, this is a three-star one. Okay. It says, don't get all the hype. It says, I don't gravitate to psychological thrillers, but this one was such, this one was such, or I think it's say had such. This one had such ratings, and I've been seeing it everywhere. I figured I'd give it a try. It was really just, eh. I could have put 
I could have put it down at any time. This book, but well written, was just a two textbook for me. It was a version of The Sixth Sense, which has a pretty big end at the end. The mm. big spoiler. But this one does have spoilers, so this is your final warning. Final warning. Spoilers ahoy. Yes. Spoilers ahoy. We're coming up on them. So if you stay after this, that's your, your own fault. fault. Okay. So here's the thing. This is the review of them. Okay. Here's the thing. There were too many factors here, and in the end, none of them mattered because the truth was that she was set up from the beginning. So while the book tried to dive into her relationship with her family, her friends, her art, none of that had anything to do with the storyline. It could have uh, all been taken away, and the main plot line would have been the same. This book was overwritten, meaning too much was added to make it a thriller, and in the end, it just wasn't. I wish I understood the five stars from others. I would skip this one. Hmm. So I feel like... This person does have a point in, like, that that stuff was added to kind of, like, distract you. Because you're like, oh, maybe it's, like, her creepy brother-in-law. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's, like, the art dealer who's, like, mm -hmm. secretly loves her. Oh, maybe it's, like, her weirdo cousin that she didn't want to give money to. So it's, like... It's kind of like a magician who's, like, distracting you while yes. they, like, pull out the... Whoa. Exactly. Here it is. Yes. So I think I'm coming from, but I think, like, those are parts of a thriller. Yeah. Because, I mean respectively i just don't think maybe this person was all that into thrillers, thrillers. i mean it says i don't usually do psychological so thrillers. there you go there you go so i feel like you do have to have a few misdirects for it to be thrilling. Yeah. otherwise it's like oh like okay. there's all genres like we don't like like i pretty much will read most things but like i don't want to maybe like animals i'm not really like an animal or like science science Sea reader. So. Yeah, I don't. I just, I hate it when animals die. Yeah, it makes me sad. And if there is an animal in a book, there's like a 90% chance it's, it's not going to make it to the end. Yeah. So I'd just rather not put my heart out there like that. Agreed. Okay, then we have a one star. They said, what? <laughs> what? How in the world is this book getting such good reviews? It's laughably ludicrous. It's trying so hard to be riveting and suspenseful that it just throws everything in and hopes something sticks. None of the twists make any sense, and not one of the characters was one with whom you could emphasize. Skip this book. I disagree. I emphasize with Alicia. I do. Because, first of all, like, she was kind of being, like, gaslighted by everybody. Yeah. Because, like, once again, spoilers... Because, like, in the book, we find out that there's two timelines, and we think that they're present, but really, Theo's timeline with his wife is six months, or six years yeah. ahead. And so Alicia is, like, paranoid and thinks someone's following her. And, like, she is being followed. But all these people around her are telling her, no, like, you're just it's crazy. Impossible. Take your medicine. Yeah. And she was like, no, there really is a person. And, like, she was just being led to think that she's crazy. Yeah, and she nobody was, was believing her. And then, in, like, her darkest, like, most traumatizing moment, she was, like, betrayed by her husband. Yeah. Who said, like, this intruder could kill her. Yeah. So it's like... I don't blame I don't... her. I am... Yeah. I'd probably be silent, too. Yeah, I don't know. So I definitely am with her. I honestly wasn't a fan of Theo. He's not a good psych a psychotherapist, and he should be, like... From the beginning, his license should be revoked immediately. <laughs> exactly. From the beginning, you could tell there was bias because I originally thought he was in love. Yes. With um, which brings us Alicia. to one of our Instagram comments. Ooh. 
thank you to the people who commented on our Instagram. Yes. Um, we're gonna start doing that a lot more often. We'll give you a shout out and maybe we can send you guys yes. some stickers or um, bookmarks when we figure yes. that out. So this one from Melissa led right into this book. Melissa. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you. So I thought it was fine. Do you did you feel like this book painted therapy in negative light? Yes, Melissa, I did. Mm -hmm. Because I just want to say, if you're currently in therapy or been in therapy and your therapist acted like this towards you, please, please contact the authorities immediately because he was so inappropriate. Mm -hmm. He was, like you said, like there was transference, counter-transference, yeah. left and right. I mean, first of all, you've had a prior relationship with her technically yeah. because... Even like, though we don't know that yet. Their spouses slept together, which is a big no-no. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if this is, like, sadly, if, this, if someone reads this book and they're, like, thinking of going to therapy and they read this, I just would hope they would not be, like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Because. From a person who's been to a healthy therapy session, <laughs> you you can tell the difference. Yes. Okay? Like, my therapist was awesome. And, like, I felt like I could talk to her. She, I, she felt like a friend. She felt like I was talking to Kelsey. And Kelsey is almost a therapist. It's so close. Yes, but um, he made a lot of inappropriate. Yeah. So Theo. And also, like, his supervisors let him make, like, okay. He went to, like, her family. Yeah. Behind her back. Mm -hmm. Like, his license would be revoked just based on that alone. Yeah. Like, excuse me? Well, what are you doing? I don't know what they do in England, but I'm pretty sure it would probably happen. Uh. And, like, his supervisor tried to stop him and, like, told him not to do these things, and he kept doing them. And, like, Ugh. at one point, he was kind of, the supervisor in the beginning kind of encouraged him to, like... To, like, try. Try. But then he was, like, do not contact her family. Yeah. And then... And, like, did. the family, rightfully so, told the supervisor and was, like, this person's reaching out to me. Yeah. Isn't that against, oh, gee, I don't know, every rule out there? Yeah. So, yeah, so... Do not look at this as a representation of therapy. Please don't. If you feel anything, if you feel like you need help, please get it. Please don't let this paint it yes. about mine. So. Yeah. Just, yeah. So, yeah. This is not what therapy looks like. It just makes for a good book. Yeah. Nothing more. But, yeah. Okay. That was a good Instagram. It was good. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. Let's see. So, I do have another discussion question it says what did you think about alicia's diary entries did you suspect that she was the killer all along or did you think that she was being framed i honestly thought she was being framed that's what i thought too like the whole time i thought maybe she wasn't talking because she just felt like everything was over because she was framed so when you get to the end it's like well crap she really did <laughs> but she was kind of provoked. She was very I mean, provoked. I'm not saying I mean, anyone if, should ever murder their spouse. Exactly. Like, please don't. Please don't. But. But. <laughs> if Jamal <laughs> cheated on me, A, Jamal, I love you. This is just hypothetical. If he cheated on me and then proceeded to tell the person who tied us both up <laughs> and gagged us that he had to choose who died and he chose me to die <laughs> heck yeah i'm gonna kill him i'd be a little upset i'd be a little upset 
and then also like like i said he was kind of like gaslighting her like i guess he didn't like he knew that he was cheating on her with someone else yeah but he was like no you're just being paranoid and crazy like go get medicine it's like excuse me sir yeah you're literally doing this and you're telling her that she's like crazy yeah so she's another example of horrible i guess this point would be like psychiatry Mm -hmm. of the other doctor like was treating her beforehand illegally unofficially unofficially so this is this book just shows you everything that therapy should not be because then when she was in the hospital he wanted to keep her drugged up because she was gonna remember because like tell people hey this guy yeah because of course he would be at the facility that she is then inpatient in yeah Yeah. but i liked alicia's diaries because i liked like she wasn't talking mm-hmm. so it felt like a way for her to talk to us without talking yeah and i liked it again spoilers at the end how they like matched them up mm-hmm. and so she was like just talking about the guy in the park and then like theo was like i find this lady in the park and you're like oh, oh no it's him that's when i clicked for me <sighs> that, that it was yeah because i was like Wait a minute. Actually, I don't think... I thought maybe it was a coincidence. I don't think it really hit me till the end <gasps> when the police were at his house. house. Yeah, so then... Because I, with it, I just kept it in my mind. Like, he's in love with her. Like, he's, like, just a fan. Like, a crazy fan of her art. Yeah, I... Like, I knew a twist was coming, because you told me there was a twist coming. Yeah. Because you read this first. I did. I told her about this book. And so I was, like, on alert the whole time. So I was always like, is he the killer? Is he the killer? (laughs) So I guess I really didn't think that Alicia actually did do it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Mm Mm-hmm. That is Theo. Mm Mm-hmm. Was, like, so in love. Or not in love, but, like, connected to this person. That's why, because he felt guilty. Yeah. Because he kind of like ruined her life. Set this up. You know. Yeah. So I really like the diary entries. Very cool. Which also, it's like you were mentioning, he was really inspired by Greek myths. Says like he grew up there around these kind of things where like these stories originated. Um, so he just really loves the culture and like bringing them into things. Um, and so the one that he used for this one was the story of Aclestes. See, I told you guys she'd get it. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. But Aclestes, and she, in like, like in the story I'm talking about in the book, she, like, gave up, um, her husband's place to die. Mm. But then they could bring her back from hell, but she couldn't speak. Yeah. She, like, never spoke again. So it's like that's very interesting. Yeah. Which brings us to another Instagram question. Ooh, Instagram. This one's from JC. JC. Thank you so much, JC. Thank you, JC. For real. It says, do you feel you could go that long without talking like Alicia? Yeah, so she doesn't talk for years. Yeah. I think... Because we find out that she is the one that killed her husband after Theo kind of gave this ultimatum because mm-hmm. then he left but he only had tied alicia and then she's the one that ultimately did kill her husband mm-hmm. but she also might have something to do like her past trauma because her mom yeah was also i think her mom like 
commits suicide with mm-hmm. her like in the car and then yeah. later she heard her dad say that she wished that he wished that alicia would die instead of her mom mm-hmm. which like always impacted her so now it's like another man in her life is saying kill her instead of yeah, me choose her which like ugh. that's that's some deep stuff and i honestly if like like, your parents are supposed to love you. You thought... We thought Gabriel was loving Alicia. And so I think I would totally not speak... I would probably be a lot like Alicia. I'm not gonna lie. Um, like, if I lost the people closest to me, like, I'd go nuts. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I can... Could you not talk for that long? I think I could... I think I'd still, like, go around, like, Alicia still went to, like, art class, and she, they brought in, like, her paints and stuff. I think I could survive if I, like, had, like, a way to still, like, get my feelings out without talking, but yeah, I probably wouldn't talk. Like, I can see where that's coming from. Yeah. What about you? Do you think you would? can't go that long without talking yeah i mean we're anti-social anyway yeah. <laughs> so it would be fine yeah but yeah but the information about him um he's in the greek man stuff that was from novel inspiration by david adams on the publisher's website which is Caledon books if you guys want to look at that more but yeah and then the article also talked about how he actually did work in a psychiatric unit before uh, he decided to become a writer. And I think that's really interesting. I think that's really cool that, um, you know, kind of used his own background, like, from Greece, the tragedies, his love for Agatha Christie. Sorry, I keep mentioning her. I just love her so much. And then also, like, this psychotherapy stuff. I think it's really cool. He just made a really good book out of it. And with that, bookmark... Guys, this book has won so many awards. And I noticed this book right off because I read The Woman in the Window, previous episode that we've done. Mm -hmm. We both loved it. And the Book of the Month Club, I don't know if you guys follow that. I follow it on social media. And so, like, they had this big battle of the books of, like, who was the best mystery thriller. Mm -hmm. And between um, Woman in the Window and Silent Patient, the Silent Patient one. And so that's what, like got me like ooh I'm gonna read do you that. Agree with that I do like but I feel like they're both good in their own way but I feel like I don't know if you had to reread one which one would you read probably the silent patient I think I might pick the one in the window oh, really yeah okay yeah I don't know why <laughs> I mean they're both great books yeah, I, just, I like them both a lot as I said, it's got the triple whammy for me. It's got the art. It's got the British people, which I adore. And, yeah. Yeah. So, mystery. It is a mystery. Um, it was also the number one um, New York Times bestseller for hardcover. Impressive. Um, it was the number two most sold on 2019 on Amazon. Um, it was a nominee for a Goodreads Choice Award, and Barnes and Noble's Best New Book of the Year. Wow, that's a lot. 
of awards. Yeah. Yeah. So, it did pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I originally didn't want to read this because somebody told me it was, like, somebody originally told me, like, this was, like, a more gorier book. I guess there's lots of blood. Yeah. But, and she does, like, stab people in the eye. Yeah. And she did, like, attack Okay, I guess you're right. But I was expecting, like... But it wasn't, like, and there were guts everywhere. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. But that's not true. Someone's intestines are on the table or something. That's disgusting. That does not happen. That would be gory. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, we kind of want to talk about this, but we got another question from Sierra. Sierra. Thanks, Sierra, for this question. She said, great book. Did you see the end coming? No, Sierra. No. I did not. We've already touched on this a little bit, but no. I totally did not see that. So I saw, like, him being, like, the guy who was stalking her. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I was really surprised that he was, like, the one that killed her. Yeah. Ultimately. Exactly. But then when he was... Because just summarize a little bit, because it is confusing. (laughs) It is confusing. Basically, like, you find out, like, the timelines are different. They're not the same like we thought. And that, like, Theo was there that night. And then we find out, so we find out, like, that she wrote all this down, like, this diary. And Theo thinks that he has the diary, like, in her papers. But she actually, like, put the diary in her other boxes. And her, like, friend John, mm-hmm. who was, like, her art dealer. Who also was in love with her. Yeah, and I'm sad her took them and he gave that notebook to the police where she had written out all the things that happened as well as like him injecting her with morphine Mm. so john for the win yeah goodness weirdo john came through i'm honestly i honestly thought john killed her husband and like framed her that's not or like the creepy brother-in-law oh yeah because the brother-in-law was super weird yeah yeah. He, like, grabbed her butt or something, mm-hmm. which is, like, sir. Yeah, please don't do that. No. So. But, yeah. But I was surprised. And then I was surprised at the end, like, the police, because at first it seems like the police are, like, just kind of pulling him in, and they're, mm-hmm. like, psych, we know it was you. Mm-hmm. This whole time <laughs> it was you. <sighs> he deserved it, because he was just a bad therapist. He basically influenced murder. Yeah. The list goes on and on. Can we talk about her art for a second? Yeah. How'd you feel about that? Like, her him using art, kind of like an art therapy. I really liked it. But I feel like if I saw her paintings, I wouldn't like them in real life. Yeah. How she was, like, the one painting like, her fat aunt or something. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, her painting sounded very weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I would want to buy any of it, but I like the device of it in the book. I did, too, because she, like, mench- like paints these pictures, like, Theo gets her to paint, and she paints forever and paints his house on fire. Yeah. And then somebody bring her out. Maybe that's, like, him. a decoy, yeah. Yeah, I think, well, because Alicia, like, set him up, because she, like, changed a few details... Mm-hmm. And she told him to, like, test him. 
Yeah, because she did speak for the first time to like him. Her story, and she said that she was the one, I think, right? Yeah. That killed him, and that's how Theo somehow knew that she knew. It was him. It was him. <sighs> and they tried to kill her. So I feel like, yeah, it might be kind of, like, cliche sometimes, but, like, thrillers, but I feel like the way that it was, like, plotted was kind of different because I liked how it was plotted because like you think like oh this is the twist but then like it actually keeps going because mm-hmm. so, like yeah. the twist could have just ended with like him being there and not him like murdering her yeah but yeah good stuff it was good stuff and speaking of movies that you did earlier movies. so this was on the bibliophile book reviews um, book review. They have a whole book review that's really good if you guys want to go read more detail or if like it's like a complicated book. Sometimes I had to like go and like remember it mm-hmm. <laughs> in the ending. But it's by Jennifer Marie and she did a really good job of like reviewing it and just giving like updates and like she had like a chapter by chapter review. So it was really good. And she gave her opinions on the book as well. Um, I also had in there about the style, about the movie adaptation movie so it's currently listed as in development which means it's in the early processes and it was bought by um anna purina perna yes and plan b brad pitt's production company have optioned the rights as part of their three-year production pact their other collaborations include if beale street could talk and vice hmm. and those movies were pretty popular and pretty good mm-hmm. so that means that this won't be like a I think it's going to be a great movie because, first of all, Alex is a screenwriter. Um, hopefully, he'll be in charge of doing the screenwriting for this. That'd be awesome. Because um, I don't think you really get that with a lot of authors, like, doing their own screenwriting. So, I think it could make it really more accurate to the book, which is really exciting because I think this would be a great movie. I think so, too. Some parts of me think it might be a better movie than a book. I can because... see that. I think, like, the... There's so much detail in it. It would hit you, like, harder. Yeah. But, yeah, and I think Brad Pitt would be a good Theo. Maybe Although, like we said... Actually, I think Brad Pitt would be a good Gabriel. Ooh. I can see that. Because Gabriel, I mean, she painted him as Jesus. Yes. So he's supposed to be, like... Way up there. We are talking about earlier, Brad Pitt's really not my... He's not crush. my favorite. I've always just been, like, sure... But he is, like, way older. He is older. To us. I mean, some of you out there probably enjoy good Brad Pitt, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, he's not unattractive. And I'd accept him as Gabriel. I could see that. So I I think he'd be good. I think, yeah. I'm excited to see what Brad Pitt could do with it, because, as you said, he's already came out with some great movies. This is a great book. And the movies that he did put out are, like, award movies, so they're not, like... yeah. No offense, but, like, a Lifetime movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, very serious, like, highly respected movies. So, I think that's a good sign. So, hopefully it follows through. Yeah. And we all get to watch it. Yeah. Then we can all be those people who are like, actually, the book was better. Exactly. <laughs> I hope, knock on wood, Corona's over soon by the time this movie <sighs> comes out. Yes. Because we already missed The Woman in the Window. We did. Which, did that come out? Like, on demand? I don't know. We gotta figure that out. 
I don't know. We'll look at it. Um, but yeah. So again, great book. Um, highly suggested. Lots of awards. Um, and yeah, it was a great th thriller. We think it'd make a great movie. So thank you again. It says one in the window production status in post production. So, so we're still waiting on woman. In we're the window, still guys. waiting. It's fine. Let me see. If it's not like we're just sitting in quarantine. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. I know. I probably would buy this one on demand. I probably would too. Just to watch it. Maybe it'll bring it to like the drive-in movies. I've heard like I saw rumors like Walmart's going to open their parking lots up for like drive-in movies. I saw that. Yeah. That'd be fun. That could be fun. I would go. I would go too. You to bring your own snacks. Yeah. Just Just sit in your car. Relax. Yeah. It'd be great. I'd be down. Me too. But. Yeah. So. Yeah. When you. So you said that you would pick this or run the window. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But they're both great books, but for me. This just had everything I wanted in it. Like, I like a good mystery. Like, I really don't know the ending until it's yeah. over. So. I like mysteries, too. Like, what about, do you like Big Little Lies? Do you like Big Little Lies? Mm-hmm. Oh. like that one? Big Little Lies, guys, is magical. And it is also one of those ones you don't know what's going to happen until the very end. But. I think I would pick Big Little Lies over this. I would too. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it, I mean, yeah, because it's on HBO. It's so watch so it. good too. But read the book first. Yeah, read the book first. Because it definitely doesn't go. I think some things are different. Some things. Some and things the whole are second different. season is not in the yeah. book. It's made up. So. But, yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah, I think I picked that. And I just recently read The Guest List. I haven't read that one yet. I really want to read it. But I think I liked this book, Slant Patient, more than that book. But the guest list kind of reminded me of, like, a Big Little Lies genre. Kind of, like, mystery. Mm-hmm. Her inspiration was also Agatha Christie. So it's like a whodunit. Who's Who dead? Who's dead? <sighs> yeah. So overall, would you recommend this book to people? I think I go back to the Amazon review, 4.5. Absolutely. That's what I say as well. Yeah. I would recommend this book, especially like you just said about like if you like mystery, if you like thrillers, if you like murder, if you like watching a book before or reading a book before it becomes a movie. This is it. But for like the one star lady, if you don't like a thriller, just then, don't read it. Yeah, don't read it. Yeah. You don't want to be part of this. Don't feel pressured. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for people who are commenting on our Instagram. Yes. Please go follow us, guys. We would love to hear from you. I know we're antisocial, but we're really fun people, and we really want to communicate with you through social media. Yes. So, so follow out. us. Follow us. Give us a review on iTunes. Yes. As we said, if you give us a rate, a comment on and iTunes. it could be bad. I mean, maybe you don't yeah, like Yeah, maybe you don't like us. Give we'll us some We'll still critique. send you a bookmark. We'll still send you a bookmark. Because <laughs> you know what? All opinions, well, within, re within reason. Within reason. But you deserve to have your opinion be known as well. Absolutely. So, 
Let us know. Let, let us something know. Something we can improve on. We would really love to know. We would love it. We can accept constructive feedback for sure. <sighs> we'll cry about it for like 30 minutes no, and then not. we'll be over it. And we'll adjust. And we'll adjust. Like, I'm really glad they said that. Yeah. And it'll be fine. And give us perspective. Constructive criticism. Yeah. So, anyway, we hope to hear from you guys. Remember, we're thinking about you in these times. Hopefully, you're finding a good book to read and find comfort in. And yes. just know we love you guys. Yes. Okay. Straight from the book nook. Yes. We out. Coming at you live. <laughs> Coming at nook. you live. <laughs> from the book nook. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the Antisocial Book Club podcast. This podcast is hosted by Kelsey Krubitzer and Martana Carter with producer Jamal Carter. Please follow us on Instagram at Antisocial Book Club Podcast or find us on our website at antisocialbookclubpod.com.